Okay, guys, this is the Angry Prepper. Today's episode, episode 74, is going to be Should Your Bug Out Bag Be More Knowledge Based? Now, before we get into the subject today, I've been uh, busy just that time of the year, right? So it's Christmas or holiday seasons, meaning Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's is coming up. And I've been really busy, so my podcast and YouTube channel has taken a bit of a hit. That, and I've been working a lot. So, excuse the uh, long gaps in between episodes, but coming starting January, I'll be back on track. So, it seems like every holiday season, Christmas, Thanksgiving, I'm going to be taking some sort of a hiatus. So, I will just record ahead of time and publish them accordingly. So... Let's get into it. Why should your bug out bag be more knowledge based? Well, the obvious answer to that is you're going to carry less. The more you know, the less you carry. Whether you're camping, bushcrafting, an outdoor adventure person, the more you know, the less you carry, the less you carry, the faster you move. Right? And the longer you move. And it saves your knees, hips, and back, and shoulders. And in some cases, your neck. Right? So, why do you want your bug out bag to be more knowledge-based? Well, like I said before, you carry less. You'll do more with less. So, if you have less gear in your bag, you're going to actually use those items that are in your bag. When you first started prepping, all of us, including myself, our bug out bag was insanely heavy and way too much gear it was almost i don't know uh embarrassing at some point right now you go through your bag especially if you've been in the game longer than a year or two you look in your bag and you have less gear because you have more survival skills because you have more knowledge of certain items that have multiple uses versus just one use so you want to carry items that have multiple uses. You don't want to carry items that just have one use because it's taking up space in your bag. So you want to stay within the 20% body weight range. Now I had discussed this in my 48 pound uh, bug out bag rebuttal episode. So you can go back to that and listen to it. But you want to stay within the 20% uh, range Now, the 20% range was a study done by the U.S. military. I didn't know this till probably a month or two ago. I just heard preppers talking about bag weight and how you should stay within 20% of your, your body weight. And then someone forwarded me a study that was done, I think, in the 70s or the, or the late 60s. So anyway, that's where you want to stay, 20% of your body weight. Don't go over Oh, try not to go over. If you have to go over, obviously, you have to. And that means you should be able to carry that weight. Don't go over that and then you can't carry the weight. You're going to pay for it. And when I mean carry the weight, I mean don't just put the bag on your back and walk. You are actually going to have to practice with this weight. You're going to have to get used to this heavier weight. Don't think that you're going to make your bag heavier and come time to bug out. You're just going to be able to do it. It's not going to work in your favor. Like I said, with less gear, you'll move faster. 
It is just something you want to do when you're bugging out. You do not want to be struggling with your bag while you are walking. It is uh, not advisable. Now, with that moving faster, you got to keep in mind the weight of your bag is going to allow you to move faster if it weighs less than what you are not, uh, used to. Sorry. So if your bag is heavier, you're going to move slower because at some point, things are going to start are going to start to hurt. You're going to start to ache. You're going to feel it. You're going to slow down. A lighter bag, you're not going to feel these aches and pains, especially if you're used to walking. And you're going to move faster. And if you slow down, you're going to move to a moderate speed. Now, no one is saying right out of the gate, start running from your your infected uh, area, right? I mean, if you have to run, obviously you're going to run. But if you don't have to, pace yourself, right? When you're walking, you should always pace yourself. But if you're pacing yourself and the bag is too heavy, you're going to slow down below that normal pace that you would like to keep. Therefore, making you slower. Therefore, slower uh, lengthening your time on the road, which you do not want to do. So, regardless whether your bag is 20% of its body weight or heavier or lighter, do yourself a favor, practice with your bag. Whether you, you strap on the actual bug out bag, which I, I always advise because it's what you're going to be carrying, or you take a bag, put some sandbags in it, and carry that whatever weight you're carrying in sandbag form, do that. Get your body acclimated to your bag and the weight and the long walking. Now, I walk to work. The walk to work is about three miles, three and a half miles, roughly. I put anywhere between 25 pounds to 50 pounds, and I fluctuate because I keep my body guessing. I want my body to be used to a heavier weight so that when I put my bug out bag on, it's lighter. Now my body's like, we can work with this. Versus just putting on the the bug out bag at its current weight. And my body will be able to handle it. But it's better to train heavier than it is to train lighter. Or at its current weight. It's like weightlifting, right? You want to get stronger, you lift heavier. So that when you have to lift something heavy, it's no problem for your body. So let's get into the items you're going to carry. Now, the items you're going to be carrying... Are developed from a system I wrote down called the 15 C's. This is a modification of Dave Canterbury's Wilderness Survivalist 10 C's. I added five more items to this list. Now we're going to go down the list real quick. Cutting tools, covering element, which means shelters, combustion devices, lighters, matches, ferro rods, containers, whatever you carry your water in or want to cook your meals in, cordage, 550 cord, rope, cotton material, bandanas, things that you could wrap around your face to keep it warm, to keep dust out, things of that nature, cargo tape, which is duct tape, coursing devices, pace beads, GPS, uh, electronic GPS guiders or compasses, maps, Critical care kit, which is your first aid kit or your personal medical kit, you know, with your own personal medications, whatever that might be. Cooking gear, this is like a firebox folding stove or the bush box folding stove. These will help you cook your meals 
without having to set up a big uh, fire to, to cook on. Sorry. Comms. Two-way radios, even an AM/FM radio to listen to what's going on around you. I added charges to this list because technology today is getting better and you could charge your devices on the go, especially if you have a solar panel charger. Will it be important? Depends on your device, right? Obviously, cell phones, if the situation is that bad, cell phones are going to be needed, right? But if it becomes one of those end-of-the-world scenarios, well, then your cell phone's out, and then you could dump that. But while we are in this uh, day and age, if the disaster is not as big, but you still have to bug out, you're going to need your cell phone, you're going to need something to charge that cell phone or that GPS device. So that's why I added charges to this list. Cash, obviously. Canvas repair kit. Canvas repair kit is just a sewing kit. Um, thick gate, different gauge needles, and also different thickness in in threads. You're going to need different types of threads. You're probably going to need nylon. If you have nylon gear, you're probably going to need regular cotton uh, thread to sew your clothing. So it all depends, right? Even fishing line depends on the material you could use fishing line just got to be careful that it doesn't tear whatever you're trying to sew together after you're done sewing it so that's the 15 c's and then your personal effects whatever that may be for you that's what you're going to also add into your bag you don't want to overstuff your bag you don't want to understuff it if you put the 15 c's in and you still have some room left do not pack extra shit just to fill up your bag you stick to the 15 c's because that is a focus point of what you need in your bag because if you start packing blindly you're going to pack everything under the sun and then you're going to overpack your bag right you stick to this list this is all you need because this is all you're going to need during a disaster you don't want to be sidetracked and start putting in things you might need only the things you need and that you're going to use. Now, there is one way you can uh, implement this is doing something, what we do here in New York, called a bug out weekend. You take a bug out bag and you go out into the wilderness for a couple of days and you live out of that bag. Yes, it is camping. It's pretty much all it is. But you're going to be using the items from your bug out bag. That's going to let you know what you used or what you didn't use and then you're going to make a list and in that list you're going to separate what you did not touch or what you found to be useless out in your bug out weekend and you're going to pull that out then you're going to make another list and you're going to say what you could have used and you're going to put that those items in the bag keep in mind as long as it's within the 10 c's uh sorry 15 c's now you want to look at dave canterbury's uh, 10 c's you can go on his website he has a list there. It is pretty much the first 10 items I named, uh, minus the canvas repair kit, which was a little further up the list on his. But you should take a look at his, modify it how you want. But when I started doing bushcrafting and bug out weekends, I took his 10 C's and modified it. And now I have way less gear to carry. Right? So, guys, that was it for the episode thank you for listening you can follow me on instagram facebook tumblr and twitter you can also 
like and subscribe to the Angry Prepper Urban Channel and the Angry Prepper Outdoor Channel on YouTube. And for those of you that live in New York City, the NYC Preppers Network just started a website or built a website that's up and running. And we also have an Instagram page on Instagram under NYC Preppers Network. The link for the NYC Preppers website will be in the, I guess, comment section below. Or description section below, sorry. All right, guys. Thank you for listening.